The Film Freak Show with Leo Quinones is powered by Krikorian Premier Theaters, where movie going is always a premier event. Krikorian Theaters, the preferred theater of The Film Freak Show. Welcome to the Film Freak Movie Talk Show. Woohoo! This is America's longest running movie talk show. Thank you very much. And we are excited that you are here. My name is Leo Quinones. Been doing this show for as long as I can remember. My producer, Turtle, when was the first time? Welcome to the show, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Can you remember the first time you heard the Film Freak Movie Talk Show? Yes, I was... Where were you at? I was at home. I was at home. Where? Right outside my house. I was washing my car. No, no. What city? Oh, in uh, Bassett. Okay, yeah. And every Saturday, you were on, I believe, at 6 o'clock. 7 to 9. 7 to 9. That's what I meant. (laughs) And in the summer, I would religiously listen to you and wash my car to you. I'm like, okay. I'm like, I get to wash my car, and then I get to listen to Leo. So you're getting something done, positive. You're doing a chore, and you're washing your car. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know, listening to everything about movies. It was a really enjoyable experience. And, I mean, I'm not saying washing your car isn't enjoyable. Right. But it does feel like a chore. So when you have something in the background that's keeping your attention, you know, dulling the senses, you know, and you're just in kind of robot mode. Yeah. It's really cool. You know what? I appreciate that more than you know. That was, of course, KLSX 97.1, the FM talk station. And uh, that was just lightning in a bottle. I mean, 11 years that station rained, and I rode it into the side of the mountain. I mean, it was great. I took that thing all the way to the end. But anyways, we're here now for you. We're available all over the place. The CRN, Digital Talk Radio Network. Thank you so much. And also, podcast is available on Spotify, on Anchor FM, Apple, and Google Podcasts, wherever you want. And you can follow us. Follow me, and then Albert will tell you where you can follow him. You can follow me, Instagram, Twitter. It's at Film Freak Live. All right, Turtle? Uh, do not follow me. I am a, <laughs> I'm a. quite the claustrophobic person. I, li- I like being in the shadows, you know? You're in what they call a dichotomy yeah. because... You say you're not that person, but here you are on a very public <laughs> podcast, broadcast. So what gives? Why Why the privacy shtick? You know what? Because they don't see me, but oh, they can hear oh, me. Oh, it's the stalker issue. Yeah. I mean, the females will come out, they'll see you, they'll hear you, and that will make them crazy. Well, it was really the cable guy that really made me, like, <laughs> you know, really weary about weird people, you know? <laughs> Ben Stiller, ah, I was not a Cable Guy fan. It was Matthew Broderick. 
Well, Ben Stiller directed it. Right. Oh, okay. Oh, was that his first directing? I don't know if it was his first directorial, but something didn't click with me about that. You liked The Cable Guy, obviously? I liked it later on in, in my days, I, I guess. The first time I saw it, I didn't understand it. It wasn't until later on, and I don't know if this has ever happened to you, where you watch a movie and you don't get it, but later on in life... Oh, yeah. The Big Lebowski was like that. I saw it one time, hated it, and two times a year, listeners would call in and say, you got you got to check out the Big Lebowski and whatever you do, this is what you got to do. So I checked it out again. Didn't like it. Two views in. No big deal. Don't get it. It's all right. Two years later, three or four more different listeners during conversations. Hey, you got to you got to give the Big Lebowski a chance. You're not giving it a chance. All right, here we go. Put it in. Yeah, it's it's kind of better, but it's still not great. It took me till about about seven or seven or eight viewings, wow. and then it dawned on me: the Coen Brothers are movie gods. <laughs> And the dude, Jeff Bridges, is amazing. And over time, you can learn to like a movie. So maybe I should go back and see The Cable Guy. Yeah, definitely. Do you have it? No, not yet. Okay. Although, I'll tell you a weird thing that's been happening is people have been finding out that I have a DVD collection. And they look at me very strangely like, why do you have a DVD collection when there's streaming? And I'm like, yeah, but sometimes your internet goes out. Like, the internet, that's one thing that is the 100% thing that keeps us all level is the internet. It doesn't matter, you know, where you live, how much money you make, you could have horrible internet. Mm. So these are all just in case. And sometimes I don't want to like go do the keyboard and thing. I just want to put it in. It's like your record collection. Yes, exactly. You You have the cover. You can look at the cover. You can read the cover. I get that. By the way, what's in this water? This water... It is amazing. It's really some of the best water I've ever had. Ice water. Right. Leo's referring to, and I don't know how much of a fan people are, but when you're a fan of something, the most uh, ridiculous things that pop into your brain saying, hmm, I need that. So I have some ice cubes. I have a Millennium Falcon ice cube that I showed Leo, and he's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, it's going in your drink. And then uh, I also have uh, Han Solo frozen in carbonite as an ice cube that I have your drink. I have Stormtroopers. I have an entire Star Wars saga happening in your drink. In my mouth. (laughs) And and you know what? It's about three inches long, and it's flat, and it's like a little tiny Han Solo in there. And uh, I feel Han going inside me and it's a good feeling <laughs> definitely definitely one last thing though if, if i could mention this about dvds too yeah. and this is why streaming i'm not a big fan of and that is the director's commentary. Mm. I think that is my favorite part of any DVD because you've seen a movie a thousand times, but when you flip it and you just listen to the director's commentary as you're watching the movie, it's amazing. Like uh, Tropic Thunder. Right. Even uh, RDJ still stays in character even in the commentary. And, right. You right. know, you can't do that on a streaming service. RDJ is Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> I think people know that by now, right? I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. You know what? Speaking of director's commentary, the best one. The director for this one, usually they just sit through it once and then they just record it and then they just take it. He watched it 10 times and said different stories every single time. And he whittled down those stories until they were perfect. And it has become one of the best director's commentaries I've ever heard. Because you can tell the guy really worked on it and didn't just go, turn it on. Okay, we're going. All right, I'll tell you what I remember. All right, we're done. See you later. You know, that's what they usually do. 
Frank Darabont, the Shawshank Redemption. Oh, not, it's not even in my collection. It needs to be. For that alone, I mean, just such amazing stories in that one. So if you ever get a chance, I guess if you, I guess you would have to buy the DVD. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of my favorite things about the Shawshank is the soundtrack. You know, I'm a music guy, and it included is that song where Tim Robbins, you know, when, when he locks the door and everyone's trying to get in because he's in the uh, warden's um, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, office. With those two Italian women. I still don't know what those ladies yeah. were singing about. I don't want to know what they were singing about. <laughs> yeah. That moment I felt like a free man, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, 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 and yeah. in the soundtrack, that song is in there, and it just brings me back to that moment and in that movie and um yeah so uh dvds you know i I know people are not about them but i think if directors and everybody started doing commentary again i think it would raise the value back up you know i got rid of my dvd collection and i am having a little bit of remorse over that i mean literally hundreds of but i just got rid of them and and like what do i do now Hey, anyways, Turtle and I went to an advanced screening of Beast, and we got to tell you about it next. All right, you're listening to the Film Freak Movie Talk Show. Hey, Andy Dufresne's favorite radio show, the Film Freak Movie Talk Show. From visionary creator Taylor Sheridan comes 1883, a Yellowstone origin story, a prequel to TV's number one show, Yellowstone, featuring a star-studded cast, which includes Academy Award nominee Sam Elliott, Tim McGraw, and Faith Hill, plus cameos from Academy Award winners Tom Hanks and Billy Bob Thornton. Dive deep into the Dutton's family origin with over two hours of behind-the-scenes bonus content, including never-before-seen featurettes with cast and crew, 1883. A Yellowstone origin story. Available on DVD, Blu-ray, and digital now. Here's a spectacular limited edition item from EntertainmentEarth.com. Check it out. Stranger Things 4, Monopoly. But first, you've got to know, friends with the Film Freak Movie Talk Show for over 20 years, EntertainmentEarth.com, the online destination for mint condition items like this Monopoly game inspired by the events of Stranger Things 4. Visually stunning. I mean, this board pops. You'll spin Vecna's mysterious grandfather clock. Good luck. Plus, you can take an extra 10% off your order right now with the promo code FILMFREAK. That's 10% off every order at entertainmentearth.com. One more time, Stranger Things 4 Monopoly. Plus, take an extra 10% off with promo code FILMFREAK. Entertainmentearth.com, the collector's site. Leo Quinones is the film freak. Pompous inbred swine. Worthless, diseased, rotten, corrupt. Welcome back to the Film Freak Movie Talk Show. My name is Leo Quinones, and there is producer Turtle right there. Out of, what was it, West Covina, the Bassett area? Yeah. Straight from West Covina. I'm from Covina. Here we are. It's a small world. We are two lucky guys. We're thankful that you're here enjoying the Film Freak Movie Talk Show. So we went to Krikorian Theaters in Buena Park, and we saw Beast, 
Beast. Now, this one stars Idris Elba and Charlo Copley, the guy who made District 9, such a cool, cool film. God, that must be a decade ago. Yeah. And I remember because the digital, whatever they created was really, really good in that movie. And it just keeps getting better. But that's what you need. That's what this movie Beast is about. Beast is, well, kind of like... The Jaws of the Jungle. Remember that Val Kilmer, Michael Douglas film about lion hunters? It was called The Ghost and the Darkness? Yes. When I was watching it, it got that kind of a little bit of vibe to it. Yeah. It's like things that happen in the jungle when animals are really, really pissed. And do you blame them? Do you blame these animals? I mean, the real victim of this movie are the lions and the real bad guys are the poachers you know they have their semi-automatic guns they shoot down a pride of lions like it's nobody's business just to make an extra buck and this is a zero spoiler i kind of gave some points away right i mean but if you say poacher what do you, what do you think they're gonna do get eggs you know what i mean right <laughs> you already know what that's entailed. right 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 so idris elba and he's with his daughters and he's visiting the homeland where his wife was from and You know, a a lot of movies are, I don't know if it's the right choice, but a lot of movies are moving cancer in as a topic. And I don't don't know, what did you think about that? I thought it was a not normal way, but I was like, that seems to be something that affects everybody. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of like a a normal way to die. Right. And and I'm not saying normal isn't. Yeah. It's it's just something that like affects us all. And, you know, we all know someone that has died from cancer. So. Yeah. Yeah. I I guess so. But it's really crossed a lot of storylines from kids movies to everything. It's just cancer is always in the forefront. Yeah. So, what did I think of Beast? Would I pay the money to see Beast? Well, again, this one depends on your suspension of disbelief. Are you willing to believe that this thing attacking Idris Elba is just a big guy with little motion sensor dots all over him? Because that's what's happening in real life. Or do you believe it's a real lion? Turtle, I'm guessing by the way you jumped... You thought it was a real lion? I did. I was like, this is one charismatic acting lion that should be winning some awards here. Uh, For a moment, I did think that they would be using real lions, not when humans are involved, just, you know, kind of in the Mm B-roll aspect of everything. Kind of like when they were driving around and you saw, like, the giraffes and everything, the animals kind of in their set. So I thought they were going to be using kind of lions kind of in that way as well. So I understand like humans and lions cannot act together. I did know that. So I knew that there would be some CGI in this movie. I thought that too. And it was just, um, did I buy it? You know, it's about 50-50. I bought some of it. Some of it was just uh, a bridge too far. So would I suggest you go down and spend good money? I would suggest, you know, waiting till it comes out on pay-per-view and see it at home. I mean, the movies that are coming out now, there's going to be a graveyard. I mean, a lot of the movies that are coming out are not sleepers. They're just being released. Because of the pandemic, there's 18 months of backed-up movies that were really not made. And they're rushing to get everything out, rushing, rushing, rushing. So Universal, they've done well. They've made $3 billion this year. But... um, 
I have to give this one about a five. A five out of ten? Five out of ten. You know what? I really enjoyed this movie a lot. Now, if someone asked me, should I go pay money to see it? I'd tell them this. I'm like, if there's nothing out and you want to see something, mm-hmm. Idris Alba is incredibly amazing. I really enjoyed his acting. And I'm not saying I haven't enjoyed his acting in other things, but he really sold this movie to me. Mm-hmm. And the whole part with, you know, him and his daughters and stuff like that. The daughters, by the way, kind of stole the scenes a bit. Mm -hmm. They were really cute and really good actresses, too. Really cute and really fierce when when they needed to be. Yeah. Yeah. So would I say take your daughter to it? Probably. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, hey, you know, like this is not your typical father-daughter, but this is kind of a cool, like, hey, you know, there's nothing going on today and you want to get out of the house. I'd say take him to see that movie for sure. All right. There were suspenseful moments in that the director did a good job of having that jump factor that I call because I jumped a few times. Three. (laughs) That's a few. So I enjoyed that. He really kept you kind of on your heels about it. All right. There you go. That is your review on Beast. And you got to come back here next time because we are always talking about movies. And you can follow the podcast, subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, on Anchor FM, on Google, on Apple. It's all there for you. So please subscribe to the Film Freak Movie Talk Show podcast or follow me on Instagram or Twitter at Film Freak Live. All right. So, Albert, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for having me, Leo. Really appreciate it. No matter what movie you like, Beetlejuice, Mission Impossible, Batman, these are the cool movies of the Film Freak Movie Talk Show. Whoa!